back to Finding Time. This is JJ, and we're here to cover Season 1, Episode 7 of Halo. We're just going to call this the Quan episode. Believe it or not. Actually, first off, let me explain. So, I'm way behind on Halo. It's been, you know, my daughter turned 1 this last weekend. I've done a ton of prep. I've had no time to catch up on Halo. It's usually my Thursday while I'm watching the baby show. I just haven't gotten to it. And uh, I finally got to one of the episodes today. So that's why we're a couple weeks behind. So I apologize, but hopefully someone out there still listens to this and uh, is either also behind, just wanted to hear hear me talk about it. So the Quan episode, here we are. I would imagine there's a lot of people out there who hate this episode because it is the Quan episode. People have not been a fan of the character. People have basically wanted it off their screen, want more Master Chief, uh, wish they spent any budget that they're spending on that on the Master Chief storyline and more of the traditional Halo stuff. So don't crucify me for this take. That the episode was fine, actually. I thought it was okay. You know, greatest episode in the history of television? Absolutely not. But... I think there was redeeming qualities and some cool setups and, uh, you know, I think we can all be happy that there was some resolution this early in the season in this part of the story, at least what seems like resolution. So we do have more Master Chief, sorry, Mr. Ma- not Master Cheeks, Master Chief, wink, wink, uh, stuff going the rest of the way. So the big, the biggest thing that I saw in this episode, uh, Quan's going through her tripping through time flashback vision quest situation and uh, she sees an ancestor of hers who she's talking to during this vision somehow uh, talking to what appears to be if you're familiar with the Halo games a monitor you know the monitors in the games were traditionally keepers of the rings and forerunner artifacts and whatnot created by the forerunners to maintain them and update them and, you know, fulfill their plan. So there is a monitor apparently on Madrigal. What does that mean? It probably means that Madrigal is a forerunner. If not, now this is another deep halo cut here, a shield world. So the, the surface of the planet may not actually be, uh, the planet might, there might be more to meet, more than meets the eye with this planet. There may be another world inside, underneath. Other, because, you know, so she's talking to these ancestors, her dad, her whatever generations ago, grandfather. And something is said about, you know, the portal. This is a portal. Where does the portal go? Where does the portal go? It's going to be, it's a huge question. I think obviously this is setting up Master Chief and uh, and Mackie doing something going forward here with this portal. Now, this is the only thing going against the Shield World thing, which I think would be very cool. But I think I think the games did it right in terms of you know the Shield World is an evolution on on the Halo concept in terms of you know we need to be introduced to Halo first and what all this is about. Before we can start getting into shield worlds and what those are for, what these are about, 
So to jump there before we even hit an actual Halo ring would be weird. So I think this portal might just take them to Halo. Uh, unless we're ripping from the games even in another way. And this is a portal to the Ark. Like there was a portal to the Ark found on Earth in Halo 3. Or 2. Halo 3. In Halo 3... And maybe Madrigal is a stand-in for New Mombasa in the games. There's a ton of possibilities. We can go on and on with theories of where this is going to take them. Uh, I, I really look forward to seeing. I, I, so I talked about Quan's story maybe wrapping up. More so than I think her story wrapped up, I think this just kind of fully formed her character a bit. She's not the scared little girl anymore. She's, she's a leader. She's possibly going to have, you know, a bit of an army and forces with her if she can rally people around her like her father did and apparently her ancestors have done for a long time. So she's now going to go back to Chief or Chief is going to come back to her and she's going to be fully formed, ready to help. Uh, she'll bring the information about this portal and what she saw to Chief and things will go from there. If, if I had a guess... If I had to guess what's what's gonna happen, so the whole time I've been these episodes I've been talking, I think that this season is going to end something like with the fall of Reach, because Reach is where the military is held on the show. So it's gonna be the fall of Reach, like in the games, but different, obviously. And then they're gonna end up at Halo. So Halo so far has only been seen in a vision. From the artifact with Maggie and John, so I think they're going to really end up there at the end of the season, and we're going to get the uh, the monks chanting and all of that. And it's going to be like, ah, Halo's here. So what I what I think might be the finale or final two episodes here, it's going to be the fall of Reach, on one hand. You know, maybe John is there, maybe he's maybe maybe he's not, maybe he's already gone off to look for Quan, or maybe, I don't know, maybe he's clapping those master cheeks with Mackie. Who knows? Who knows? Anything's possible. But I would say there's almost no doubt he ends up to ends up on Magical with Quan at this portal. And if I had to make an actual what's my prediction, the portal's going to be to Halo. And they're going to be on Halo, and this ending I've been predicting for Season 1 is going to be exactly what I predicted. I would be shocked if that's not how this ends up this season. And then going forward, you know, people haven't loved everything about this season, right? And I will even as go, as, go as far to say, this feels like a... And, and is this a flaw to Halo fans like myself? Of course, is it a flaw overall? This feels like and you'd have to play these games to understand, like a Mass Effect show with a Halo skin. It doesn't feel super Halo for whatever reason. But, you know, I could go deeper into that, but it's a long discussion. But I don't, I don't sorry, when, you know, this show is called Finding Time. I'm finding a little time to get to this episode that I'm weeks behind on. So I got I to gotta catch up. So I'm here catching up with you guys. I don't have time to fully go into that, but if you know, you know. Um, but leaving this with leaving the season with the fall of Reach and Chief on Halo, and that and that conflict with the Covenant and Halo being where we're going going forward, 
is a great point for a new showrunner and a new regime to pick up the show. And I don't think anything is too damaging that's happened. It's more just been like, you know, not great storytelling choices, but nothing that can't, that there's not really much that even needs to be walked back. There's just stuff where it could be done better in the future. So if that's where we're left, I'd be super happy. I'd be happy. And this show's already been greenlit for season two. So as long as that doesn't, you know, get uprooted somehow, which I can't imagine it will at this point, things can head in a good direction. So, you know, we could talk about the actual events of the episode. Quan and, because, you know, Soren comes back to Quan. Very confusing on if he actually likes her or if he's, you know, didn't do this for the bounty. That's kind of the reason that makes it seem like when he goes there, he just says he's not. Then they do the thing where he looks at the, at the treasure and, but he's, you know, is he going to take off with it or is he going to stop and help her? He he doesn't even expect the treasure, but he he stays and helps her. So I I like that they didn't I like that they didn't go with the trope of like oh he's leaving oh no here he comes back he just stayed he was just like no I'm here for this girl it really cleared up his motivations it was an odd way to get there a little bit but it was good and then they uh, they took out this new regime seemingly uh, the evil leader guy whose name escapes me right, escapes me right now he was a kind of a nothing character he just you know was evil, did evil looking things. He's uh he was taken out in the blast at the original site of the Covenant and Spartan battle on Magical there. I thought it was fine action. Soren whooped some ass, uh, as a as a former Spartan should. I hope he eventually gets kind of back in the program and gets to be in all of his Spartan glory and his armor with the shield and um was fighting side by side chief would be really cool. So that's where we leave this. Soren takes off in his ship. Uh, Quan's all happy. And I assume next week we'll be back with Chief and Mackie. And we'll start to link these stories up in the final few episodes here. I look forward to it. It's more than I thought it would at certain points this season. I liked this episode more than I thought it would when it started. And when I saw and I could tell what this episode was going to be, definitely had reservations about it. But I was pleasantly surprised with how decent it was and uh, the things it set up for the future. And I'm just happy that that storyline's wrapped up to avoid any of the pitfalls that it definitely brought to the show at times. So we'll move forward. And uh, I'll be back sooner than later uh, with my coverage of the next episode, Season 1, Episode 8. Sorry I don't have a name off the top of my head. Um... So I call it the Quan episode. I'm forgetting the name. It'll be in the description. You get it. Anyways, we will be back next with a episode of Better Call Saul. And after that, more to come. Don't worry. There's Obi-Wan Kenobi coming. So our Doctor Strange podcast. Uh, next week will be the finale of Better Call Saul. There's still more Halo to come. Tons and tons and tons of stuff. These things never end. And we'll continue to find time to cover them. So, I'm JJ, and I will see you later, or I will see you on another time.